0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Nancy P., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, uh, September 16th, and today we're reading from the big book, and on page 84, the second paragraph, beginning with, this thought brings us to, through three sentences, ending with, for we have entered the world of the spirit. Today's readers are Benita L., Elena C., and Katie G., The newcomer greeter is Katie G, subbing in for Jason K, and the host for the second hour is Matt J.F. The reference number for yesterday, Wednesday, the 15th of September, is 17748 for the 7 a.m. and 17750 for the 10 a.m. meeting. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. our sole purpose. OA's Fifth Tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeater, overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Margie to read the 12 Steps.
1: Thank you, Nancy. This is Margie from Massachusetts. Great folks. and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for uh, letting me do service, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Margie. I will now ask Barb W. to read the twelfth traditions.
2: Good morning, Barb W. from Illinois, the traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, He he may express himself And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me be of service. Have a great day.
0: Thank you, um, Barb. Um, Okay, so how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overreaders only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker's should be muted. Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your sharing to every third day so that others may share their experience too. So if you shared Tuesday or Wednesday, please um, take a break and let somebody else um, share. Today, we resume our study of the Big Book on page 84, the second paragraph, beginning, this thought brings us to, through three sentences, ending with, for we have entered the world of the spirit. I will now ask Vanita L. to begin reading.
3: Benita L. Georgia, recovered compulsive overeater but not cured. This thought brings us to step 10, which suggests we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. We vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past. So, having been a 12-step person for a long time, and having been in OA going on seven years, it wasn't until I got to vision two years ago that I really understood how to do a step 10 properly, and in my mind, and... Um, saw the benefits of that and saw how people not doing step 10s regularly leads to relapses. So it's super important. I was like the people who did the step off the wall, you know, just read it from the big posters on the wall, step 10, and didn't really understand how to do it properly. Now I go back and I... I use the forms that I used in step four, which are based on the instructions to do step four in the big book. And I go through that and then I call someone and I um, review it with them because often I have blind spots and someone else can point out more things. And then I do a step six and a seven and then make amends. If I have caused hurt to somebody else, And it's so powerful and I'm so grateful for Vision for teaching me how to be better at doing the steps, which has also made me a much better sponsor. I also want to point out that we do this as people are, if people can't reach people and they're working on their step nine, um, it also says here really clearly that we should be implementing this as we're Um, cleaning up the past so keeping ourselves clean on a daily basis and as we're cleaning up the past thank you
0: thank you Vanita L Um, okay so we'll take some names of people who want to share on those sentences again page 84 second paragraph beginning this thought brings us to through three sentences ending with for we have entered the world of the spirit who would like to share Fran V. Fran. Linda D. Linda. Rachel K. Rachel K. Heidi L. Heidi.
4: Claire E. Claire. Jane F.
0: Jane F or S?
5: S is in Sparky. Oh, S is in Sparky. Okay. Anybody else Let me get on the
0: bandwagon here? Mm. All right, we'll start with Fran Z.
5: Fran, go right ahead. Good good morning everybody. Fran, the recovered compulsive overeater in New Jersey. Thank you
4: everyone um for your service and this was a this was the reason I relapsed. Um I never did a step ten as directed in the big book. So, I had quite a few periods of um abstinence and working every step but step ten, the way it was um directed. I usually got as far as the blame part, and um you know then I was told, well, just write about it, and I wrote and I wrote, and um I never looked at my selfishness, my dishonesty, my part. Um, it was always looking at somebody else's part, and the resentment only grew. So um, I'm following the directions in the book, and I'm getting the results that the promises promise. And I'm so grateful for this program that um, I'm seeing more clearly. Uh, my glasses have been cleaned because um, they were very, very foggy. And, um, now that I'm working the steps as thoroughly as I can to the best of my ability i'm I'm getting the peace that results from that, so this program really works. It's awesome. Thank you for letting me share with that. I pass Thank
5: you, Francie Linda G. You're up. Hey, Nance. Hi, everybody, boy. I'm glad you guys are
6: there.
7: Whew.
6: This is some disease. I'm Linda D. I'm from Connecticut, and I've been in the program forever. Thank you, God, forever. Um, what? Let's take another look here. <laughs> Hang on a second. Um, I had no idea, since I've been around, like, forever, and I'm so grateful for that, and I'm recovered. Holy mackerel, what a gift. Um, I come here every day to save my life. and. Um, And this program works through the steps, through contact with you, through this wonderful, sacred, big book. There are many sacred books in the world, and this is one of them. Um, Okay, I think the thing is, uh, when I came in, I had no more idea of this than, I don't know, no idea. I did the best I could. I was as honest as I could be, and it saved my life. It saves my life every single day. And one day, because I did what I was supposed to do to the best of my human ability, I um I learned not to be so shocked by my mistakes and to give up little by little trying to be perfect, which is such a relief. And I I ended up entering the world of the spirit. Now, what the heck is that? Well, who knew or who cared back then? I sure care now because I've been given a way of life that lets me know there is an eternal loving presence or energy or truth in the universe much greater than myself, and I can plug into it. And so can you by doing this work. And this saves my life every single day. I've had spectacular things happen to me as recently as yesterday, one after another. And shaking and sweating through storms and flooding and all kinds of stuff, I was able to get through it. Really able to get through it and not be nuts. But I have to do the work. I have to be willing to walk through it with this presence, this truth, and I thank you for your wonderful part of helping me get well. I pass.
5: Thank you, Linda D. Rachel K. You're up. Rachel, you. hi. Hi. Hi, can you hear me? This is Rachel Kay from Northern
8: California. Sorry about that. Um, Again, (laughs) Um, yeah, recovered compulsive overeater. Um, I didn't think I was going to talk again, but um, so soon that there was silence and I love this paragraph. So here I am. One thing that I noticed about this, and I'm skipping ahead um, because we, we only read the first part, but about this paragraph is that it says, he says continue four times. Continue to watch. This should continue, continue, continue. Four four times he uses the word continue. Either Bill W. was in dire need of a thesaurus, or he's really trying to drive home the idea of continue, continue. And I have to remember that, that this is, you know, I'm recovered today. But i don't know if i'll be recovered tomorrow i have to continue this is contingent on the maintenance of my spiritual condition um continue that this is you know this has to continue for a lifetime this is not an overnight matter um you mean i have to continue to write 10 steps about resentment against my mom really again you think somebody you know my 10-step partner wants to hear this again well yeah because i don't mind hearing this from my sponsees or or people you know fellows uh god squad in the in the program you know if they're dealing with something that they dealt with yesterday and the day before and last month and last year yeah because we are not saints you know the point is we are willing to grow along spiritual lines and sometimes that takes you know, over and over. Um, sometimes, you know, we have to um, continuously let God remove these defects of character from us and uh, remind ourselves that that first we have to place ourselves in a in a position of willingness. And what does that involve? Well, for me, it means continuing on a daily basis to do the things which I know which work, which are, you know. Daily ten steps, um, prayer and meditation, um, you know, watching for selfishness, self-seeking, dishonesty and fear, um, doing the, the footwork, not so I can get abstinent, not so I can recover, but so I can put myself into a place to receive those gifts from God. I have to remember that I'm not the one, you know, I don't do A, B and C and so I get D. Um, you know, I do A, B, and C so that I can be ready and put myself in a position so that I can receive D um, from God, so that I can receive all these gifts from God. Because if I don't make myself ready to receive the gift, you know, okay. God is always willing to give me these blessings of peace, of of freedom from resentment and dishonesty and selfishness of fear. God is always willing to give me those, but I have to make myself ready to receive them um, by That's doing fine. this work. Ah, oh, thank you so much. Sorry about that. Rachel K in Northern California, I passed.
0: Thank you, Rachel. Heidi L., you're up.
9: Hi there, this is Heidi L. calling you from Toronto. Uh, grateful to all of you. I am um, going through a rough time right now. I don't. Well, I do know why because I'm not using the program to its fullest, um, which I often. I think I often share on this line the same thing. Um, I, I'm only. A, I'm, I'm able to attend this meeting when I'm not in my routine of work. So today I'm off my routine. I'm able to attend the meeting, which is an action, and I need to do more actions. Um, I'm. A little bit uh, quite a bit steeped in self-pity and kind of depression or lethargy or whatever the, those words are um, but I I also know for sure that the good times pass the bad times pass the difficult times pass and this this moment of just blah, will pass and I will feel better soon um, It will pass faster if I do the work. Um, I'm somewhere around 19 months of abstinence. And I know for sure without my abstinence, I would be, well, I don't know where I'd be, but I wouldn't be here right now feeling physically well. Um, And I just need to say out loud that I need to do a little bit more. I will feel a little bit better. Um, And thank you all very much for being here. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Heidi. Claire E, you're up.
5: Hi, everybody.
10: My name's Claire E. I'm a recovered compulsive eater in Cornwall in the UK. Um, I'm going to really try and stick to the lines we read because it's so, um, I think that's going to be very difficult. There's just so many um, brilliant instructions here for doing step 10s and um what what really got me today um was this way of living you know what is this way of living and it's so easy for me or it has been so easy in the past to think of this as something I do for my food and you know my way of living is just my way of living and what i'm increasingly seeing and unfortunately thank god doing is you know this is a way of life this has to infiltrate every living minute that i have awake um because i need i need my higher power more now than when i first got absolute not less um and you know i think there's some good instructions even in this beginning bit here which you know we're continuing to take personal inventory we've been taught how to do that i've been taught how to do that i also use a sheet with some columns and um you know in that fourth column i've got a list of character defects um you know and and i use that i do that daily um I, i i do continue to take personal inventory and it also acknowledges that we're going to make new mistakes as we go along and i think probably the majority of my recovery is trying to set write my new mistakes, my defects of character when they come up, of seeing where I'm wrong, of trying to be in that fourth column rather than in that sort of pointing the finger outwards. Um, And it was pointed out to me when I first went through these steps that I do need this step and this continued inventory in order to keep that channel clear to my higher power so that I can clean up the past effectively as well and make the amends that I need to. It's, you know, it talks about this as we cleaned up the past. So as we do step nine, we move immediately into step 10. That's how I was sponsored and that's what I, I really believe because I need... I need regular step tens. You know, my step four till sort of nine process has has sort of cleared a channel. It's you know it's given me a ticket. It's entered the world of the spirit. You know, I've got that ticket in with abstinence and working the first nine steps, and now I need to really keep that channel clear by by being on that fear, on those on those resentments, and you know really looking and, and turning it quickly around to the fourth column of what you know what what can I change, what can't I change? Increasingly, I say, I can't change a lot of that stuff the only way i can change it is to, is to really ask my higher power into all those defects with me and ask to be shown um by him and by others you know how how to how to better myself how to you know how to be better in this way of living um so, yeah, and I just the other thing I was just going to mention was that it really reminds me of Jim from the um, more about alcoholism story that, you know, he made a start and he failed to enlarge and perfect his spiritual life. And he picked up a drink, you know, and, and this is something that, you know, it's not just optional. It comes on to sort of talk about this. You know, it's easy to let up on our spiritual program. You know, if I don't do this, if I don't keep that channel clear, I lose my solution. You know, I'm back in self-reliance. I'm back in me and I will pick up food sooner or later to to, 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 to medicate that. Um, so um, yeah. Step 10 is a really vital and vigorous part of my recovery, and um, I'll leave it there. Thank you.
0: Perfect timing, Claire. Okay, Jane S., you're up.
11: Good morning. My name is Jane S. I'm here in New Hampshire. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Um, I am a compulsive overeater. Um, I am not recovered today uh, because on Saturday I chose, uh, made a decision to eat more food. And uh, my disease uh, <laughs> helped me justify it until Tuesday when I came clean to my sponsor and a few other fellows in this program. And, you know, there's no coincidence that we're sitting here at Step 10 this morning um, <clears throat> because that's what I did. I, um, I let up on my uh, spiritual conditioning on a daily basis and, and have not been doing Step 10s. I've never done Step 10s consistently. I can say that out loud um, because it's true. And uh, <laughs> I remember hearing when I went through the 12 steps in uh, January on a workshop um, that it's the buildup of human emotions. It's that subtle flow, or flow, flow. And if I don't keep my side of the street cleaned up and my human emotions um, dealt with and cleared out, cleaned out, as I'm hearing today, and continue to do it on a daily basis and look at my selfishness and my self-centeredness mm-hmm. and my dishonesty, then I'm going to pick up food because that's my that's the answer because I'm a compulsive overeater. Uh, that's what I do. Um, and my sponsor asked me a question the other day. She said, did you pick up a drink when all those emotions had built up? And I said, no. And she said, why was that? Because I have not considered or conceded to my innermost self that I am powerless over food. And so that is now part of my mantra every day part of my prayers and I did a huge step 10 yesterday on what else addiction and how it manifests and uh, wrote it out shared it with another fellow in this program who I've never met and we had the most beautiful 45-minute conversation and uh, I know this is what I need to do I was also told by another fellow on this line that because I was lacking in my 10 11 and 12 that's why I chose the food, and um, I'm grateful to say that I was right back on the beam on Sunday and right here on Monday morning, and it's very hard to share this right now. It's not shame at all. I'm not feeling shame, but I'm feeling just a tremendous uh, amount of humility and humbleness, and I'm grateful that God has brought me to this place today because I get to start it over again and, and just continue to grow closer to God and open up that channel. So thank you for letting me share, and thank you for everyone on this line I pass
0: thank you Jane S okay we'll now take some more names for people that want to share again we're on page 84 the second paragraph beginning with this thought brings us to and ending with for we have entered this world of the spirit we have entered the world of the spirit who else would like to share
5: this is Nancy L in Georgia I'd like to share Nancy L Melissa W.
0: Melissa W. Diane B. Diane B.
5: Heidi B in New York. Heidi B. Pam. F. I there were two at once. Say again. Karen K. Karen and this K. Is Uh, I think there was one other person. Katie F.
0: Katie F. Okay, we'll stop there. Um, All right, Nancy L., go right ahead.
5: Nancy L., press star one. This is Nancy L. in Georgia. Um,
12: I've just been so blessed this morning to to hear all these wonderful shares, and everybody um, that has shared has given me a sense of of being in the world of the Spirit because I think once we, we get there, we get to step 10 and start doing our step 10s each day, and each day... Um, Making sure we contact with our higher power and keep that that avenue open. Um, I I really think that sometimes I pray to my higher power and then I think, oh, I've done my prayer and I'm I'll go on with my day, which is all okay and good. But I think that through this program, I've learned to watch not only do I do my prayers but I kind of I've become more aware of how God my God the God of my understanding answers those prayers and what he sends to me in answer to the prayers that I've made uh so I my expectation is after I've done my step 10 and done my prayer that I'm going to hear from from my God and when I hear from my God and then I carry that with me throughout the day, I truly feel like I've entered the world of the Spirit. Um, so I love, I love that reminder <clears throat> that through these steps, we can enter, enter the world of the Spirit with our higher power, um, whom I call God. But I, I thank you. Thank you for letting me share, and thank you for all the shares this morning. Um, uh, I just love it and grow from
5: it. So I will pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Nancy
5: L. Melissa W., you're up.
13: Morning, everyone. I'm Melissa W, covered in New York. Um, what I love about this. Is it's like the difference in my life between a spiritual fender bender in a stop and shop parking lot and like a 20 car pileup. So, like, I get to see the little things that are going on and address them through a daily 10 step before something becomes monumental. And the way this looks for me is sometimes I'm calling a fellow and saying, I think I need to do a 10-step, and I'm not exactly sure what it is. And this happened to me earlier in the week. Uh, I went to a religious holiday last night in my house, uh, uh, my mom's house, and I I called the fellow, um, those two fellows actually, and, and the way I put it is, you know, there's something going on and I'm resentful at all at all this stuff. I, I don't know what's going on with me. I feel off. And we finally got to it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to be at my mom's house. I'll basically be sitting at a table with, with my fourth step. And um, they started talking me through it and we got to it. And then I was like, oh, that's the resentment. So sometimes I just know that I'm like, you know, pause when agitated, something's up. And I need to actually talk to someone in this program to get to what the, the resentment is. And then I, you know, I, I hung up the phone and I wrote out the 10th step And, you know, then I called and, and, and talked it out with someone and, and gave it to God and, and, you know, followed the directions, etc. I helped another person. And so, you know, it's so helpful for me that sometimes I just know that I'm off and that the tenth step is here. And that I can call all of you to get to, you know, get into like, what exactly is that resentment? What exactly is that fear? What exactly is that so that I can dig deeper into the work? And then, and what that is for me is on Monday, I was able to do that work. And then last night I showed up at my mom's and I was able to be of service. I was able to be present. I was able to see my part in resentments that weren't, happening today. They were things that happened 30 years ago. So, you know, it's a a real gift. It's a real gift. So, uh, thanks all. Thanks for letting me share.
5: Thank you, Melissa W. Uh,
0: We'll now have um, Diane B.
14: Good morning, everyone. This is Diane B., Gratefully Recovered, New Rochelle, New York, living in the steps one day at a time. And thank you, everybody, for your service. And um, a lot of what I wanted to say has already been said, but I'm just going to reiterate. I've been in these rooms more than half of my life, and I have had so many relapses. And every time I relapse, well, now I recognize that I've relapsed because the first thing that I gave up was doing step 10. Um, and I, ne- I never did it on a regular basis until this point in time. And I have never had a recovery that has been this strong um, ever until, and now I believe that it's because I'm doing my 10th steps every day or almost every day, and I do my 11th step every day, and it has made such a difference It keeps me humble. It helps me to really stay closer to my higher power. And it keeps me on the right track. And I'm so grateful that I have this because they tell you, they say that um, the last thing to go um, when you go into relapse, the last thing to go is the food. Well, for me, that's true. And the first thing to go is my connection with my higher power. And by doing my step work, um, on a daily basis, I'm able to keep that relationship going. I'm k- able to keep my relationship growing, and that's what's really important, so that my recovery continues to grow, and that's how I can uh, continue to be recovered and continue to be of service. If I'm not recovered, I can't be of service, and that is really not where I want to be. So thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Um Diane heidi B Europe
15: hi Heidi B in New York thank you um yeah, this is so like um bright where I am right now. I'm going through my amends and learning every day how important it is to continue to clean up um on a daily basis um you know yesterday i I made an amends and um now I'm finding myself having to do a fear inventory because of what um, that person, who was actually very gracious in accepting the amends, um, asked me to do um, in order to make it right. And um, all that he asked was very simple. He just, you know, asked me to um, say hello to... It was a former um, colleague, and he just said, you know, to say hello to the other colleagues and um that we still work with and that I still work with and and my fear is that well now they're going to know that I spoke to him which is you know now they're going to start to ask questions and um you know I'll have to admit that I called him and this is someone that um you know we we all sort of made fun of and and you know and now that I'm on a different basis and trying to be a better person, um, you know, it's, it's not, um, it's dishonest for me to, to not, you know, want to be that genuine person in front of my current colleagues and, you know, to be afraid that I'll be judged. And the big book tells us that we don't shy away from the subject of God, um, and, you know, and it also says on page 83 that the spiritual life is not a theory. We have to live it. And, you know, it's just so important for me to keep showing up and, you know, being this person that, this new person that, um, you know, that I want to be in recovery. Um so so yeah, it's just it's so timely and I'm I'm so grateful to be on the line and be listening to all the wonderful shares. And with that I'll pass. Thank you.
5: Thank you so
0: much, Heidi. Karen Kay, you're up.
16: Good morning. My name is Karen Kay, Recovered Compulsive Eater from Syracuse, New York, and my credit stone transfer. This is um, in a very important uh, step that um, like Joe and Charlie and Clancy and all the other uh, people that have shared their experience, strength, and hope um, in the beverage program, but it's allowed to come into OA and they've taught so many OA people that um, the most underutilized steps is Step 2 and Step 10. And I know for me, I have to be very cheerful. How many step, step tens I make a day, because then it becomes all about me, all about Karen, Karen's woes. Because now it's been all about the wedding, how afraid I am, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. And what it's taught me is to reach out and just say, I'm just simply afraid. Uh, just simply have fear and process the fear and give the fear to God because. I'm in the fourth dimension of what's about to come in my life and his life, you know. And um, I believe for me, when I look at the good parts and the positive parts about what's to come up, um, there's nothing to be afraid of. So it's really important I don't stay stuck in about 30 steps, 10s a day or even 10 um, because it becomes selfish for me. It becomes all about me. I would rather be on, um, there's some outreach groups that, you know, they're they're asking someone to do a 10 step to receive a step 10, receive a step 10 from somebody else. And then I learn more about myself in service. I learn more about myself. Um, step 10, you know, it can be very dangerous for me. Um, I, my, um, this person I was working with, you know, did, did suggest a four step, uh, regarding fear in in general, and I found that very helpful. It nipped everything into the bud, and I was able to move past it. So even the people I work with, um, you know, you know, try not to do, you know, in the very beginning, you know, you want to do a step ten, even if it, even if your eyelash falls off, but to get in a routine of using the God Squad, using God, and and developing that relationship with God to do the next right thing after God has so freely removed my fear and go help somebody else. That's to me what really step 10 is about. Be removed of what's going on with me and go help somebody else. I haven't heard that today. I need to go help somebody else after that person took time for me to relieve that whatever's going on with me and go help somebody else. Um, so I'm very careful about how many step 10s that I make. It it can be a very selfish act, and I need to make sure that I'm doing a lot of self-love.
5: With that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Karen Kay. Sha S? Sha S? Press star
5: one.
17: Thank you, I didn't realize I was muted. My name is Shah and I'm very grateful to be living in the solution today <clears throat> and this morning. You know, what I really appreciate about this reading is that not only do I have to take personal inventory, which can be fairly uh, something I can do on my own, but this this, this other component about setting right to any new mistakes as we go along, you know, In recovery and living recovered sometimes I can have this unrealistic expectation that I won't make any new
3: mistakes
17: (laughs) and um, because I'm recovered you know and I think I'm supposed to have it already and so I, I now view it as two wings on a plane like if I am taking inventory but I'm not setting right any new mistakes then my plane can't take off my plane can't really it can't get off the ground and so and that's a really dangerous place to be. And now I'm much more comfortable expecting myself to make new mistakes because then I can learn where I need to grow a long spiritual path, you know, and vigorously commence this way of living. And so with the same enthusiasm, with the same commitment that I work, how I, I eat and how I work my, my food, I have to work my spirituality, and um, and again, that doesn't mean I'm perfect. I have to accept that I will make new mistakes, and that is part of my program, and I give myself permission and give myself grace to make new mistakes and to set them right because I'm learning new tools on how to live life on life's terms, and sometimes having recovery can make me think I've arrived in some place. And, no, it's it's always an evolving process. It's always deeper that I can go in the spirit, you know, you because you know, I want to be part of the fellowship of the spirit. And so not just, you know, a person who knows what they've done wrong and has no capacity to make amends or to, to admit that mistakes have been made. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share at this meeting. Have a great day in I past. Thank you, Sha. KDF, you're up.
5: Good morning. This is Katie. a recovered
18: compulsive overeater, and I want to tie this. Um, this broad, this thought brings us to step ten, and um, it, you know, it's coming on the heels of they will always materialize if we work for them. That these promises, yes, they came true. Um, they come true sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. And I thought that my problem was that I needed to lose weight. And if I was thin, that everything would be well, you know, and that's not an original thought. I'm sure majority of the people on this line thought that their food being in order would just magically make everything else in life come together. And, you know, that's where this comes on, that we, um, that we commence this way of living as we, um, we have to, uh, in order to work in the, to live in the world of the spirit, I have to keep working these steps over and over and over again. And that sounds so drudging, but what it um, what it brings is that these promises that we just went over and over um, over the last however long, week and a half, um, that they come true in different ways. They've come true in various different ways throughout um, my years of being recovered, but then they also can sort of stop materializing when I get bogged down with resentment, fear, anger, self-pity, any of those bedevilments that can come up from page 52 that can come up even in recovery, even though I am still fully recovered and full and thin and wearing the same clothes year after year, decade after decade. And, you know, all these things that are so wonderful, but I can still get bogged down by the other things in my life and feel like I'm just plummeting back into the abyss. But thank you, God, I haven't had to pick up the food because of the step 10 process, because we do commence to uh, seek our higher power on a daily basis. We work these steps over and over, and as other people have shared, and as we've heard on special editions, and you know, every which way the reminder has been said, we have to keep going over things even if we've gone over them a thousand times. And I've been working for the same man basically for the last 27 years. I've been married for almost 27 years. Um, uh, which means, which came with that, uh, two stepchildren and an ex-wife and a uh, new husband for the um, ex-wife who has been there the whole time too. And, you know, these relationships are not easy and I can get in situations and think, how in the world can I be at this place again? But I see- That's time, Katie. Yes, thanks. I just wanted to say that It keeps getting better, even though it can feel really hard and ad nauseum. it does get better with that I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Katie F. Okay, we have six minutes left, Uh, room for two more shares. Who would like to take those two slots?
5: Greg K. Greg. Jackie B.
0: And Jackie. Okay, Greg, go right ahead.
19: Greg K., can I be heard? You can. Great. Thank you for your service, Moderator. Appreciate it. Man, lots of great stuff on here this morning. Um, Normally, I just listen. I I don't share. I've been sharing a lot lately. Um, But, yeah, love all the stuff I'm hearing this morning. Uh, I love Steps steps 10, man. Uh, For me, I'm an odd duck. Like, I cannot do enough step 10s during the day. Um, you know, some days 50 or 100 is just not enough because of the buildup uh, of human emotions. And uh, when I don't do the 10 steps, I I feel it. Like I, I, I was rocking and rolling along great. I was feeling phenomenal. Uh, felt like nothing could touch me. So I, you know, I stopped doing my step 10s. Took a week or two, but man, didn't I turn into a crabby bastard and uh, couldn't figure out why, and my sponsor was like, were well, you doing 10 steps? I said, no. He's like, well, that's it, stupid. He didn't call me stupid, but that was essentially it. You know, it's like you're not, you know, 2 and 10, 2 and 10, steps 2 and 10, that's where we mess up. And he uh, you know, he can't possibly say that to me enough. So, uh, yeah, step 10s, man, those, those little buggers save my life. And when I don't do enough of them, I get into trouble. And then when I finish my step tens, you know, so, you know, maybe the step ten is a selfish act. I'm a selfish person. This is a selfish program. I'm doing this to save my life. But by saving my life, I'm in turn going to give this away and and give somebody else, you know, hopefully teach somebody else the tools they need to save their life if they want to have it. You know, but after I do the step tens, that gets me right. And then I immediately call somebody. And, and I don't mention, um, you know, I mention nothing of of my disturbance, I call to find out how they are doing. I call them to find out how can I be of service to somebody else. So yeah, lots of great stuff. Just uh, thank you guys all for being here uh, so much. Thanks. Hi, uh,
0: thank you, Greg. Um, I also have to say that I was looking at the wrong clock. Now we have six minutes and um, we'll start with Jackie B and then I'll take a couple more names. Go ahead, Jackie.
20: Okay, hi, this is Jackie B from the Bronx. Can I be heard?
0: You can, okay.
20: um thank you so much, everybody, for your service today. Um, you know there's no no coincidences. Today is a day of atonement for me, and um that I'm grateful because I get to atone every single day and And time I think that I am not human, a ten step reminds me I am. And I've been in this fellowship since 1992, but it's only in the last five years that I've actually learned and grown that I need to do a 10-step. I need not to carry the baggage of every day of what I feel if it comes up. I write my 10-step first because I am a liar. I will lie myself. I can talk myself into anything to anyone and sound recovered. So I have to do my 10-step writing first, and then I share it. I try to share it with newcomers, old comers, you name it, because I need to know. let people other other than know that, you know what? We're human, and that what you think might be silly or you might think is righteous needs to be shared, because if you share it, then other people will share theirs. And then I have to leave it alone and I have to be of service to others. That's how I work my program today. I'm not perfect, but I have to share what I feel and know, because if I don't, then no one else will share what they feel and know, and then I don't remember that I'm a compulsive overeater, just like everybody else, and that's what keeps me out of the food. Food plan is one thing, but what keeps me out is emitting my emotions, emitting my feelings, admitting that i am wrong at times that i am right at times but i don't have to throw it in somebody's face you know that's the difference and with recovery each day is a new day but i have to do a 10th and 11th step i don't care where when how where i have to do it and with that i pass and for everybody i love you and be well
0: i pass Thank you, Jackie. Okay, we have um, room for another share. Who would like to take that time? Kathy M. Go ahead,
21: Kathy. Hi, um, I'm a over here, Kathy M. from Massachusetts, and thank you for taking my call. Thanks for everyone that's been on the uh, meeting today. Um, yeah, I do a, a nightly review, and if um, I had a resentment during the day that didn't that I didn't that I wasn't aware of during the day that I ignored. Um, you know, I I get to look at it again in my nightly review. But as I been listening to people on the meeting, I realize that um, I, uh, I I I for the most part I I don't know any amends. So so I think that it's over and done with just by going through the the procedure myself. But I realize I need to call up someone else, and I need to give it away to someone else. And that's a uh, that you know I, I realized on on my resentments last night that. <laughs> There's a person that keeps coming up all the time, you know, and maybe if I give it away to somebody else, maybe uh, I can have a little more acceptance and uh, not be so selfish and self-centered with that. So I, I, I've been doing an incomplete step 10, and uh, and I want to complete it because I don't want to carry around this stuff with me, and, and step 10 gives me the freedom to get rid of all, well, to get rid of them for that day, um, you know, my character defects, my unmanageability That that's causing me uh a little bit of distress. So um, I'll pass to that and thanks for taking my call.
0: Um, This is the lineup that won't end. We have two more minutes. Does anyone want to truly take the very last slot?
7: (laughs) Pam R, Texas.
0: Go ahead, Pam. Uh
7: Um, Yes, I learned through uh, examples. There's just been a lot of um, understanding on recovery, but I'd just like to do a step 10 just as an example because that's what helps me. So yesterday, um, I was resentful towards the care that had been given a loved one while in uh, a memory care unit during COVID. I had brought things that were... Not, the equipment wasn't changed out, and I got selfish, because I want what I want when I want it, and they didn't follow my script, and I I even typed it out and stapled it to the bag, and the dishonesty is that they were the cause of my problem, that I had expectations that weren't realized, and that. There is a God, and I thought I was it. And the fear was is that she wouldn't be taken care of and that I was disrespected by what had taken place. And the reality is, is that so much of that was everything that took place inside of my head, that she had been taken care of. I don't know the things that the staff was confronted with during this time of COVID. And, you know, the thing is, is even though she's in a memory care unit, she was happy, joyous, and free, and I was having angst on my end. And so I took it through a step 10, and I let it go. And so that was pretty significant. But the other thing was, is I had to do a step 10 on a tamper-proof listerine bottle yesterday by the time i wanted to pick it up and throw it into the wall and so as these regular things build up i have step tens to release them thank you for letting me share and with that thank you
0: thank you so much pam you'll be our last um, share and um, i want to thank everybody who shared and please join us for a second unrecorded hour immediately following closing the share id for today um, thursday september 16th is 17756 we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164 followed by the serenity prayer will vanita l please read a vision for you our book is meant to be suggestive only
22: i thought i was the second reader elena c
0: uh yes i I beg your pardon sorry sorry elena go right ahead
22: And great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact, us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to Him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find, and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you stretch the road of
5: a happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.